With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Cosmic moon, horses, source of life, ocean, sonic boom, ice, 
DNA of the immortal. Stars aligned, open portals. Coach Kyrie in the building, and you are now rocking with the best. This is Original Native Radio. If you want to say it backwards, this is radio for natives who are very original. This is where we keep it original, we keep it native, and we on the radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Definitely go over and check out OriginalNativeRadio.com, as well as our other sponsor tonight, RelaxationIsTheKey.com, which is our flagship. Tonight, we also want to bring in special guest uh, event sponsor, LifeHarmonyLightConference.com. Life, L-I-F-E, Harmony, L-I-G-H-T, Conference.com. Check it out. Got something real big going on this weekend in Atlanta. And tonight, that's what the topic and subject of our show is about, is what can you expect at this event this weekend, why we're doing it, and tonight we have two of the auspicious speakers that are going to be demonstrating and providing us with some very profound information this weekend in Atlanta. Um, a little bit about the um, event before I bring on my first guest. You are invited to participate in the Life, Harmony, and Light Conference being held Saturday and Sunday, March the 3rd and 4th, 2012, at the Cleveland L. Denard Conference Center, Atlanta Technical College. The Life, Harmony, and Light Conference is the premier event of its kind, bringing cutting-edge sponsors, exhibitors, speakers, and lecturers to the Atlanta area with the intent to share the information that will enable the attendees to experience their own life transformation and expansion of consciousness. Keynote speakers will be discussing Mayan prophecy, spirituality, shifts in consciousness, health, beauty, and well-being, sustainable living, alternative news, and current events, as well as current and future earth changes. Exhibitors and vendors will also be talking about their goods, products, and services, and there will be plenty of business networking opportunities, as well as conscious, raising music, books, and social networking. You will want to be sure and be a part of this phenomenal and transformative event. And uh, some of the things that you're going to be going to be included, like we said, Mayan prophecy, end time, begin time, revelation, alternative information you won't see on mainstream media outlets, spirituality and consciousness, ascension. What does it mean, and what does it have to do with you? Healing Energy and Light Work, Discovering the Deeper Meaning of Male-Female Sexual Energy and Harmonious Balance, Sacred Love and the Tantra, The Body Temple and Secrets of Longevity, 
sustainable living methods and best practices, manifesting your thoughts into matter and proper use of free will, star children, quantum realities and gaining access to the higher realms, ancient wisdom now accessible to all who ask, overcoming fear and discovering divine within you, spiritual art and creativity, decoding the higher sciences, raising your vibration and healing the planet, high vibratory music and expression, and much more will be explored at the Life Harmony Light Conference. They will be something for everything. Woo! That was a mouthful right there, right? Let's get it up. So, um, Coach Kyrie is going to be there. Delbert Blair is going to be there. Dr. Gibson is going to be there. Uh, Sister Audrey Scott Williams, who's going to be joining us in just a second. If she's on the line, I definitely would like for her to press 1 and uh, so I can see her in the queue. I uh, thank all the callers that are um, available and online now. If you'd like to call in tonight, give us a comments, questions, or feedback. The phone number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. Please be attentive tonight. Let's pay attention and give full awareness to the wisdom that is being shared tonight by the um, by my guests tonight. We're going to treat them like family. Mikasa, Sukasa. Let's put our hands together tonight for Sister Audrey Scott. Please. Thank you. Your mic is open. How you doing tonight? Hello, Sister Audrey. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. With all those, all that energy you just put out there, I'm I'm doing even better than I was before. Oh, that's my aim. My aim to please. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much for joining us tonight. How you been doing today? Oh, I've been good. Uh, it's been a busy day. It's uh, you know just a lot happening in the atmosphere and all, so it kind of motivates me and pushes me into my own groove. So it's been a good day. Okay. Are you excited about this weekend? Oh, I'm really, really excited and looking forward to having an opportunity to learn and and to share. Um, so I'm I'm excited. We're going to be. Uh, heading towards Atlanta starting tomorrow, so I'm I'm looking forward to uh, seeing everyone there on Saturday. Mm, okay, okay, okay. I think um I think Tony has a something set up for us on Friday, um for us all to get together on um somebody's radio program. But if I get that information before the end of the show tonight, I'll make sure I announce it. Oh, please do. Okay, and then I'll make a note of that because I'll I should be in Atlanta around three o'clock tomorrow. Okay, we'll be we should be pulling up around the same time. Oh, cool! Listen, Where? I'm really excited to meet you again. I've 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 been watching you, uh, listening to some of your YouTubes, and I'm really really happy to have an opportunity to be on air with you tonight, and for us to have a dialogue, an opportunity to dialogue with your audience. Oh my goodness, that's I, you took the words out of my mouth. I was I, I was going to say I'm a, I'm uh I'm quickly becoming a fan of your work. So um it's an honor that you have even taken the time out to check out some of little Kyrie stuff on um on YouTube. So I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead. We're going to get it started like you just got to the planet like you were extraterrestrial or something and somebody says, "Um who is uh, Audrey Scott Williams, and uh, what's up with her? How would you respond to that? Oh, that's a great question. You know, Kaya, I've traveled um, 
in the last 12 years of my life, I've been traveling the planet uh, part of that time with traditional elders uh, from around the world, and three and a half years literally walked on six continents uh, because I wanted to have an opportunity to learn not by listening to someone's story but having the experience as, a, you know, walking takes you into ground zero to meet people. And the reason why I'm saying that is because throughout this whole process, everywhere I went and met with elders, the very first question they would ask is, who are you? And so it, you bringing that up at the beginning of our conversation tonight uh, brings back a lot of memories because many of the elders I've traveled with uh, have made their transition, so thank you. And the the answer to that question that it took me a few years, I'm, I may be a slow learner, to really understand what they were trying to figure out if I understood was that I am infinite potential, having an opportunity to express in this dimension in which we live and this, this suit that I wear that uh, has the identity of Audrey Scott Williams uh, here on Mother Earth. And so that's, that's who Audrey Scott Williams is, infinite potential, a quantum explorer, uh, seeking to, uh, you know, understand the universe uh, in its most profound way. Because I, and the reason that is, through the Diary of Now Time Prophecies, uh, which I wrote in 1998, um, I began to experience and understand that each of us is an expression of the divine source that created the universe. And you might say, well, that's no big deal. We all say that. But, you know, going deeper with that from uh, looking at quantum physics, from mathematics, uh, sacred geometry, uh, listening to wisdom teachings of the elders who can trace their lineage back to the star systems that they their lineage uh, comes from, uh, I began to understand that at a much deeper level and what I, it's taken me these 12 years of walking, you know, walking slows you down. Walking uh, expands your vision and your opportunity to connect with the world because you can't do a drive-by. You're walking, so you are intimately connected with all things at all times. So you see things at a much deeper level. And through this process, I began to understand as I slow my vibration down, really slowing it down, and take in all that I see, what has happened is that the journey into my own heart center, that black hole within, on the other side, has taken me out into the universe. And so from that perspective then, I don't recognize any limitation uh, I don't recognize impossibility. And what I am recognizing less and less is my commitment to my identity, my commitment to who I think I am. And the more I step outside of that, then the greater vision I hold of who I truly am uh, as, as energy, as, 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 a, as a force within the universe, uh, and it is as large as I can breathe and it's as small as I can inhale. And so in that space, I am, in answer to your question, infinite potential expressing in this dimension. Am 
in, infinite potential expressing. And I really love what you said about um, what I call passing through the wormhole. You know, a lot of times we're so afraid of the dark, but the darkness is where we come from. And then once we go ahead and express that 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 first principle of fearlessness and we step into the darkness and then we realize that's when we're really stepping into ourselves because we are not individuals, but we are the collective consciousness of everything we have ever imagined and everything we can't imagine or have not imagined. And so, and and for me, that's why I'm a big uh, proponent of meditation and yes. um, and slowing the body down. I'm, I'm you already set up my next question. Um, I'm a, I'm a storyteller too. I'm also a fire keeper, and um, so. I was talking to my mother yesterday before I I left home yesterday from one town to come to another town to see Dr. Gibson today. Dr. Gibson, you know, he's going to be there Saturday with Dr. Blair and the rest of the team. And um, I was showing my mother, she's been studying, you know, she's been dabbling a little bit into Eastern philosophy, and we had ironically, quote-unquote, had she had a book that she got from the library and somebody that my mother has never met suggested a book to me and I ordered it on Amazon and when she walked in from the library and put it on the table, I saw the author's name and was like, I've seen that somewhere. And so we were talking about that synchronicity and she talked about um uh desire and attachments and I went and pulled out my uh, Sun Tzu Art of War and my mastering the art of war and I was telling her about the simplicity of these masters and how one of these generals had wrote a letter to his nephew and his son. And one of the main proponents that he kept telling his nephew and son was to slow it down. Slow it down. And that's what you were talking about, slowing down the vibration. And when I was talking to Dr. Gibson today, he was talking about, you know, having some control of the chaos. You're not going to eliminate the chaos, but you got to slow down that vibration. Can you talk about a little bit about, I didn't want to go into the specifics of the importance because I like people to have, you know, listen to this. When I listen to this broadcast, like a classroom of being able to put things in systematic order. And if we can give people some order and some um, up-to-date strategies that they can use immediately, um, can you give me some, um, give the audience some of the, or can you stress the importance of slowing down the vibration through whatever method that you may use or whatever in your travels that you find uh, have worked successfully for you and some of the benefits that you get, you know, from slowing down the vibration? Certainly. Um, wow, that's a big question. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try to keep it simple, and then, then I think I'm going to try to take it to uh, uh, give you a more complex answer. Uh, on, a, on the simplest of, of terms, for me, slowing the vibration, you know, we have a lot of pollution in our environment, and I'm not necessarily talking about the chemical pollution and all of that, but I'm talking about the um, uh, distractions uh, and the things that compete for our attention. And so when we are in the world, uh, uh, what happens is we are pulled by these these distractions that are competing for our attention. And they have a way of keeping us off balance. And so 
we then begin to accept a story of ourselves as, you know, how we feel good about ourselves and, and feel ourselves successful is how well we manage the distractions. And that's the unfortunate consequence of where we are right now. Now, when you slow things down, you can be, you can get off the grid in the sense that you begin to look at the things that are competing for your intention, attention, and most of those are outside of self, and you can begin to make choices about which things you are going to allow to absorb your time and attention and which things you won't. In other words, you can get on that treadmill and you don't even see it. You're just so busy responding. But by slowing down, you then have an opportunity to choose the things that you, to be in control, if there is such a word, uh, of those things that you're going to allow to have your attention. And so as you do that, then you can breathe deeper. Uh, You become much more creative. You begin to ask questions that you might not have thought to ask before. You begin to come up with your own answers based on your own awareness of how your body mentally and physically is responding to the stimuli around you. And then ultimately, slowing things down opens up the entire universe uh, that when you're on the treadmill, you have absolutely no awareness of. And that really then, to me, plugs you right into your highest self, your the divine essence of who you are, uh, and allows you then to to begin a path or a journey into your spiritual awareness of yourself in relationship to all things around you, not separate, but intimately connected to all expressions of life. There is nothing that exists outside of you. So in that space, then, you can breathe into each moment and be in that present moment to extend time and space and really become uh, incredibly powerful, as I talked about before, accessing that divine potential that, you know, when we master that, we're doing things, you know, I believe that this is the time of the mound builders returning. And so then you tap into that energy that built the pyramids. You tap into the energy that can pull from the biosphere and create these uh, uh, zero-energy tools that can help us to power things around us and and do all kinds of uh, harmonizing of our environment and our our, uh, biosphere. So that's what slowing down does for me. Now, let me let me shift. I said I wanted to get a little more complex. Um, the grandmothers who have been my guides and who are the, the ones that I channel for Now Time Prophecy, Volume 1, Volume 2, and so forth, um, have said that if you look at the earth in the pictures that we see, we see a sphere, and that sphere rotates. Now, they say there's a a unique thing happening uh, in the cosmos, but we're only going to look at the earth right now. And that is, as we're coming in uh, response to a certain stellar alignment uh, with the central sun and beyond the central sun and even bigger sun that's pulling all this light into the, the planet, 
It is also bringing electromagnetic energy at a, at a tremendous rate. So now you have this, this planet, this sphere that's been spinning in space that gives the appearance of this, this sphere. Well, all of a sudden now the internal pull of the planet at the very core is all of a sudden spinning at a different, in a different rotation than the outer, outer core of the Earth. So you've got, even within the Earth itself, you've got these two energies moving in opposite direction, creating a lot of friction, which ultimately is slowing the Earth's spin on its cycle. That has a lot of ramifications, but it's not that important to what I want to say now. As the Earth slows down, just as we're being, you know, the call right now is for us to slow down. As the Earth slows down, what happens is rather than being this spherical, solid spherical shape, all of a sudden now we're looking and finding that the Earth is actually more like a spun cube, if you will, like an octahedron or a polyhedron. And this spun cube uh, is having, uh, as it slows, gateways open at certain axes along the uh, spun cube. If you were to think of a diamond and how they cut a diamond along the natural seizures in the diamond. Well, these are now opening up, and as a result of slowing down, us slowing down, matching the slowing rate of the earth as it is being slowed down, we now have access to travel through these, through these uh, 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 what some might call wormholes or uh, fissures through time, you know, these, these tunnels right through time and space out into the universe. So slowing down means a lot of things, but ultimately what it means, it takes us out of a self-based, limited identity into a bigger identity that is cosmic, that is, uh, 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 takes in the entire universe, that prepares us for, for the shift that is happening uh, not only in our planet, but throughout the entire universe, a shift of evolution. And so when some people say, oh, there's chaos, well, in that space what I see is that there are things that are being pulled away from us now that just cannot exist in a higher vibration. They can't exist there. They hold us down so that this time is pulling all that away. So rather than chaos, it's actually a birthing. And, of course, I have three sons, so I know that as you get to that, those final stages of delivery, it does feel like, the, you know, you're going to die. The world's going to fall apart. But then all of a sudden there's that precious moment when this communication between this being inside of you and all things of the world come together and we create the ultimate creation, which is life. Well, that's kind of where we are now. That's why the answer to your question, who are you, and express this infinite potential is so important because humanity is about to evolve just as the entire universe is evolving. And what we're evolving into is something we've never seen before as we shift from this 3D uh, concept of who we are and, and, and go through fourth dimension into fifth dimension and beyond. Mm, 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 mm. I love your simplicity and I love the... Uh and I love the complex. And like, let me let me go ahead and I hear the crowd in the background. Because we're gonna have, like I said, this type of interdimensional shift. As a visionary myself, 
you know how you see when, when people score a touchdown, you have, you know, 60,000 people standing up and clapping in unison. So I think that with this information that we're, that's coming down and is going to be transforming the planet as well as affecting this galaxy, uh, this particular universe, as well as the larger universe that we're also a part of, um, we're going to be having thousands of people stand up in unison, you know, and applaud this. Even in, in, And it, it may happen in a millisecond, and it may happen in another million years, but it is going down one way or the other, or it's going up, as I say. Exactly, exactly. And I don't think it's going to be a million years. Oh, no, it's not. I was exaggerating. I know you were, Coach. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to use the M for millisecond with that goes with millions, so I I got caught yeah. out there. So I should have said minute or something, but we'll be okay. It's Original Native Radio. We live and direct. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Right now I have Sister Audrey Scott Williams on the line, and we're going to be together this weekend at the Life Army and Life Harmony and Light Conference in Atlanta, Georgia. So go on over to lifeharmonylightconference.com for all the information. If you want to be a vendor or if you want to come and just be a part of just the networking aspect, if you want to come partake and listen to uh, some of the great people who will be demonstrating. I don't even use the word lecturing anymore because we're demonstrating. We're showing a actual science, you know, so Bring your, bring your pads and your pens. Don't come to be entertained. Come to be educated. Come to be uplifted. Come to get some healing. Come to get some insight. And take some of it home with you. We don't want you to come, get your belly full, then leave it there. We want you to take it out and make it be infectious, just like, just like you know, the sinister, he's trying to infect everything with his stuff. So my thing is, I can't get mad at the sinister if... If I don't have anybody on my team that's out here trying to spread what we got, you know what I mean, Sister Audrey? I do know, yes. So, and that's me, me from the man, from the manly side, and the different tribes that I'm from. I firmly believe and know that evil persists because good men don't stand up. And uh. as as soon as we start standing up for what we know is right and true, then we're gonna start to see some changes happen. Uh, rather quickly, I always tell people we had a we had an unprecedented moment in our particular uh, amnesia type memories or amnesia afflicted memories in history to take quantum leaps. Like we don't even have any stories right now of taking quantum leaps, but we're at the verge of taking quantum leaps. So, um, and I really I'm gonna wait before I go into my Mayan spill and. 284 years and 2,600 years and 25,000 years. I'm, I got to remember, you're my guest, so Mikasa, Sukasa, I want to get all the information I can about you before I start opening the lines up, taking questions, or before Dr. Blair gets on. So um, can you tell me a little bit about what you will be presenting this weekend at the Life, Harmony, and Light Conference and why you think it's important? Sure. Um, this weekend, I'm going to actually, I've kind of touched a little bit on uh, what I'm going to be talking about. Um, I'm actually going to be talking about this whole idea of the spun cube and what that means, how how that actually is uh, affects our capacity to make these quantum leaps uh, in a relatively short period of time. 
how how they have been used in the past, but also I'm connecting that to the whole concept of of the carbon seed and and the crystal age, uh, which has at its base the carbon, uh, and how important that is uh, for us to understand. And then finally, I want to take it to a place of of sort of the applied science of it all. You know, it's, it's one thing to know these things, but it's another thing to apply it in our day-to-day life. In other words, just as you just hit, it's, this isn't a time about complaining and, and all of that. This is a time now, to, this is the time of the masters on earth coming together, awakening to realize who they are, and then beginning to create the new temples, the new technologies, uh, the new ways out of the old system. You know, I hear too many people still, you know, complaining about the political situation, about the social, cultural things. And, and, and the whole point of this shift in the age is that overnight we can change all of that, not in response to what is, but in response to is in the sense of a, a 3D concept, but in, in, in uh, response to the potential for perfection, because that's what this age is calling forward, the expression of perfection. And that perfection is experienced in us if we slow down, if we awake, if we access that information, knowledge, and wisdom with the intention to create a better world, a better, a, a, a better relationship uh, among all of life, and to honor that and bring it into balance and harmony. Uh, it's going to be an incredible age of, of uh, creation, uh, opportunities for all of humanity. But we can shift it. We can shift it. It's just that we have to believe in who we are. And if we're out there being pulled by the by the outer trappings of a third-dimensional reality, uh, we're going to miss that opportunity. But on the other hand, not everybody has to get it. Just enough, the mighty few who can help usher in this new age. And so that's what my, my uh, presentation's going to uh, be around and about. And, um, you know, we'll... I'm looking forward to having that dialogue with our with our audience there and really pushing the comfort zone of what does it mean to awaken? What does it mean to engage? What does it mean to be able to let go of your story, to let go of your identity? You know, I found in walking around the world that's the biggest thing that everybody is it has a story and and depending on where they are in their own growth the commitment to story is is often one of the most profound things that separates us from our infinite potential. Um, I hope it's okay if one of the presenters is sitting on the front row because I'm going to be trying to bully a spot to make sure I get down there and hear what you got to say. Can you give me some more information about this uh, walking around the world? When I was doing some research on you, I found, you know, some informa- some some referrals to that, but I want to know were you talking about literally walking around the world or you were talking about a journey around the world or can you just give me some clarity on that me and the listeners on uh this campaign about walking around the world. Sure. Um let me just back up a minute. 12 years ago, uh I had a vision to walk the path of my ancestors. So, I started in Pennsylvania with a small group. There were 5 of us. We walked from Pennsylvania to Georgia through the Appalachian Trail 
honoring both the Underground Railroad and our African ancestry and the Native ancestry through uh, walking through some of the Trail of Tears routes. And that's literally walking with a backpack on our back, whatever we needed to survive uh, with us. Um, and then at the end of that walk, sitting in a cave in, uh, the so- in South Georgia Mountains, um, or I should say North Georgia Mountains, uh, this light came into the cave and the spirit of Harriet Tubman, which who has been walking with me, there are a lot of stories, but we don't have time for that. But anyway, her presence came into the cave and we knew we had to go uh, take the walk across to Ghana. So we flew to Ghana in 2002 and we walked uh, through, many, through the dungeons there. I had seen a, a vision of a dungeon that's not Cape Coast, not Elmina, um, and so I kept putting out requests for anybody who might know where it is. We ended up finding that um, when we got there and did a commemorative walk. And we didn't know when we started this walk, the path that we chose, that that was the path that Africans had been captured and walked to the door of no return. Uh, and so uh, that was our way of honoring the ancestors, and lots of beautiful things happened as a result of that. Um, and then when I came back uh, two years later, I had the vision to, uh, it wasn't enough to just talk about peace and talk about harmony, that I had to uh, walk my talk, literally. So we set out in 2005, we walked across uh, the country and um, and then down into Mexico um, for about four months. Uh, all the way down to Chiapas and then west on the Baja coast and east uh, over near Tulum, uh, visiting uh, over a dozen pyramid sites and doing ceremony on those sites. And then we uh, went up to Canada, you know, through Mount Chaska and all up there to Canada, to Vancouver, and then across to the Hawaiian Islands where there was some work we had to do with the Lemurian energy there. Um, and then from there we headed down the South Pacific uh, to Fiji and New Zealand, Australia, and uh, came back to, where did we go, India, and spent four and a half months there going all over India, down into the caves of El, uh, uh, El Junta and Elmira, which are the, uh, when you go in these caves, all the drawings of the, of the Buddha, uh, and the ancient drawings there that are over 5,000 years old, you see uh, uh, African, uh, literally African people with the peppercorn hairstyles. And um, so you get the, all over, wherever we went, you know, from the corn rolls on the, on the Omec heads and, and down in uh, Chiapas and Palenque. And, you know, everywhere we went, there was sculptural evidence of the uh, migration pattern of of African ancestors uh, who've walked the planet before us. Uh, and then from there we went to Egypt, and um, of course that was incredible, and uh, Morocco and into Europe, with, uh, Spain and Amsterdam and Greece, and then uh, left the, in London and left there, went to the Caribbean, and then from the Caribbean to South America, and, of course, you can't, uh, you know, when you can walk on water, you take a boat. So we flew across the oceans. We didn't, uh, we didn't want to show off. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so it was literally we walked um, quite a bit of walking, and then we just finished 
2011, when we got back, some of the things that I saw, all of us saw when we got back, you know, really you expect to see them in other parts of the world, but, you know, when you're walking through communities, you see a lot of the pain uh, and anguish that's there. So we decided we needed to do one more walk. So we took about nine months rest, prepared for the next walk, and walked, did a circle around the United States from here to the east coast, I mean west coast, west coast, from the southern end and then back across the north and then ended at the King Center uh, just a few months ago. Uh, so walking is very important to me. Um, and it's very interesting that since we began walking 12 years ago, there's so many people walking on the planet. Now, I'm not saying it's because of us, but it's the way that energy opens. Uh, and so there are so many people walking now, walking for causes and of, of all kinds. And I think that's really, really important because that puts you intimately, it connects you intimately uh, with the earth and connects you to source. Mm. <clears throat> Twelve years. I, I, I sincerely, sincerely applaud and appreciate um, not just your particular effort, but you know the success of it. And as a visionary, it's almost like I haven't left the United States yet. Um, we got to work on that. No, no, no. It's it's it's, it's really a done deal. I mean, if you okay. put work, if you put some more work on it, I I'll be off the planet. But you know, that's all right. I'll go with you. You know, it's interesting. Can I interject here? Come on with uh, When we were in the southwest and down into Mexico, do you know we had UFOs following us? And we actually have photographs of them. Uh, one photograph shows the mothership and then this little ship off to the side. And we had ships all the time following us. Now, I know some of you out there that don't believe in, in extraterrestrials may have problems with that part of the conversation. But I'm telling you, it was like they were providing divine protection. They were, I mean, whatever it was, I don't even even want to try to put explanation to it. But when you mentioned going to the, you know, into the uh, universe with me or uh, leaving the planet, um, it brought that to mind. And I wanted to share that because, you know, we have a way of thinking that's, um, uh, that's not real. But, you know, just like in Palenque, you know, the Palenque door, this door that's, that's hundreds, of, I mean, thousands of years old, and it has an astronaut on it uh, and a spaceship. And we see that uh, throughout. When, you, when you're walking and you come into these temples and these, these uh, caves and different places, you understand that, you know, this separation thing, this whole idea of when you get locked into your identity in response to the system, what happens, and it could be any system, what happens is you disconnect from the greater picture and understanding of who you truly are. And that's why when I started, I said, you know, there is nothing that we are not. But our, our, when we are caught in those distractions, we don't have time to remember who we are. And remember, I said that that's, that's, our, that's our number one issue is this amnesia that uh, we're living in. I don't say we suffer from it. You can suffer from it, but if you have an opportunity to get some light, 
you know, it's harder to go back to sleep. Once you, my daddy used to always say, get up and wash your face first thing, boy. Then you already be up. You know, mm-hmm. it's, hard, it's harder to go back to that dream state once you get up and put your feet on the floor and get some grounding. And um, exactly. so when people, you know, when people show desire to want to return to, you know, that sleepless, that sleepless amnesia, amnesia state. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I say, nah, bro, it don't work like that, you know. So, um, and I and, and even understand more about that term, um, ignorance is bliss, you know, because there's so much responsibility that comes with, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. That's a universal law. That's not that's that that's not religion. That's that's, that's, right. alchemy, that's alchemy right there. So uh-huh. a lot of people, you know, um, want to come in with what I call, and I'm not. I'm not a anti-Adolf Hitler, but he's a great example for a lot of things I say because, like you said, when you get caught up in the system and you have the wrong perception about something, you know, the one thing that we could get from Adolf Hitler was passion. Yes. Before we get to the results, he had to have, you have to have passion before you can get some results. You were, you were not going to do all that walking that you did without a high level of passion. That's absolutely true. It's, 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 you've got to have the passion rooted in, in, in love and, and, and for, for, to walk because, you know, a lot of people hear about it, but what some people may not quite get is that we never had money on any of these walks. And so what that meant was, in fact, I remember the very first walk I was told, the grandmothers told me before I started the walk that I had to make sure I had no money in my pocket, and I thought I had given away everything I had, and I got to where we were getting ready to start, and I found some money in one of my pockets, in my jacket pocket, and I had to give it away quickly before we literally stepped across that threshold. And from, for 12 years, we have walked without the personal resources that would make sense for a group like this to have in order to, to do a journey. And what that means is then you don't have all that planning time and all of that because when spirit says walk, you walk. But what we had to have was a passion and a commitment to what we were doing, and we had to have faith that whatever we needed was going to be there in our moment of need because we weren't walking for ourselves. We had to keep remembering, hey, we don't have to figure this out. The creator called this forward. We just have to show up. Just one step at a time, and when we need something, we'll step into that, to the to to the uh, the fulfillment of that need. That's what took us around the world, and the way that things showed up for us is just, you know, we were having a conversation yet just yesterday. You know, when you look at the balance sheet, it's like, how did we do this? And all you can say is, you know, don't even try to figure it out because it's never ever going to make sense in this worldly way that we understand uh, resources and how they can be used, to, you know, for us or against us. It will not make sense. It's totally outside of that. Hmm. And so I use that to say to people, you know, don't tell me what can't be done. You know, sometimes you're thrown on these paths and you think it's your journey, but it really isn't because I can tell the stories that I tell and I can say, this isn't a mythical uh, thing that I'm, I'm, I'm giving to you. 
this is my walk, my journey with spirit, and my, you know, and, and all the things that show up, even the elders that I traveled with. I mean, I, you know, just one day I get a phone call to help escort these Polynesian elders to meet with Baba Kredo Mutua in South Africa. How does that happen? How does that happen? And then to see, sit at their feet while they're talking their, you know, their ancient stories, and Baba Kredo says, don't talk to me in the modern Hawaiian language. Talk to me in the ancient language, and I'll talk to you in the ancient Zulu language. And then see them being able to converse and have a conversation with the root words all meaning the same thing. How does that happen? <clears throat> you know, it's about opening yourself. It's about slowing the vibration so that what needs to come to you from a source that's much bigger than your own understanding can come through and you have the stillness of mind to be able to hear the small voice and to be able to access that energy. Mm, mm. You got me going again. I was trying to wind it down and you just Oh no 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 I don't this is I apologize I, for No uh, no we don't first off no, no, I'm sorry. Well, my ancient ones taught me truth need no apology. That's first. Secondly, we're going to have to, uh, since you're new to the program, we're going to have to reintroduce you to the show. The name of the show is Original Native Radio, and I am the H-N-I-C. So when you get riled up and you get started, that's original. So we don't apologize for originality around here. So we have a we have a very unique set of policies and rules out here and guidelines to make sure we keep it what we call 100 in the streets. So there's no need for you to apologize when you get riled up because wait till the next two questions I got for you. So I I I I I hope you weren't really trying to wind it wind it down because I got two more hot ones for you. So you might as well go in and wind it back up before you wind it down. <laughs> I guess that's why you're the coach. So come on with it, coach. <laughs> Um, you, I mean, and what I love is that you have the versatility. I really love the sexiness of a woman with versatility because you can go complex, but then you can have just a little morsel that you can just pull out. And you pulled out one of my key phrases of why in my research a lot of the ancient tools that we have laying at our feet like diamonds don't work. A lot of us left modern-day Christianity because of X, Y, and Z reasons. But some of the tools that make Christianity work, because Christianity in a modern-day society like it, what is presented is not supposed to work. But one faculty makes it work for them, but it does not. And this one faculty is what we left in the church well, we left with Christianity and did not bring over to what I may call the quote-unquote conscious community, and that word is faith. We don't have faith. We have all this knowledge. We read books, but we don't. faith without works is dead. We, don't, we ain't doing the work because we don't have faith in the tools. Please elaborate. elaborate you know, you can give away some of your methodology because that was my other question was, what size were what size teams do you all have? Was it four or five of y'all? Was it six or seven? Give me a little more detail on how many people going on these walks, but please first build on the importance of faith and how you ain't got nothing if you ain't got faith. Please comment for me. Absolutely. Uh wow. 
Okay, let me let me answer the the easier question first because I at this moment I need to honor the matriarch of our walk. My mother Natalie Scott Williams has traveled with us on these journeys, and my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in 1996. She's in a wheelchair, quite progressed in the Alzheimer's uh, uh, challenge. But mom traveled around the world with us, and I want, as I said, I want to honor her, and and in honoring her, um, there's a statement that I always read, and that is that when a woman tells the truth, she is creating the possibility for more truth around her. Mm. And and I'm so grateful my mom told the truth to me and fed me in this idea that there is nothing in the world I can't do. I mean, I heard that probably every day of my life, and it, and so she told me the truth. And so as I lived, I had the opportunity to live into that truth, and that's, that's the gift that she's given me, and it sounds like your mom comes out of that same school. So in honor of, of Amma, the great mother, um, so uh, our walks usually started out with the number of people, but they always end with either five or seven. Uh, and so, um, because it takes a lot, and some, and you have to understand energy. You allow what needs to come in, and you allow what needs to come out. Understanding that there is always a greater orchestration, and so everything is always in divine perfection. Now. The other part of the question that you asked me to elaborate on first, can you just restate that for me, was... Uh, the importance of faith. In my, oh, yes. in, in, in my research, we left the one thing that makes the unworkable work. Modern-day right. Christianity is not supposed to be working, but it runs the most powerful country in the world right now, in the United States of America, whether somebody likes it or not. And it's because... They are. They have a huge numbers of people who have the quality of faith, and a lot of people who do not practice that particular modern day Christianity now left the faculty of faith, and they're picking up all these al- alchemical tools. They're picking up all these rituals. They're picking up all these, you know, they're picking up all this stuff, but they don't have any faith. And then they got their hands shrugged out, saying, "Well, I don't know why this don't work. What's what? Why this don't work?" So can you can I want you to talk cuz I actually love this question because um it's a process and I have to say that up front. Uh it's a process embodying faith to such a point that you will take off and and I can only use my life example so I'm not doing this in a boastful way. I'm just using my experiences um, to take off around the world and then have your mom in a wheelchair and have other people who who hear the vision and say, oh, I want to be a part of this, realizing that they're being called into it. And as a vision keeper, you know, having the uh, having to keep this thing moving no matter what. Uh, but there's a key component here. And that's, this is where I find that in my passage, when I've dropped the ball, this is where it's come from, and when I see in others not manifesting, and that is this. You have to serve the God force first. Hmm. Say it and again. You Say it again. To, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say it again. Wait a minute. Say it again. You have to serve the God force 
first. That means you have to learn what it means to be in service, to be a servant, to step outside of self. Now, once you get that, let me explain something. I'm going to give some examples. When we started these walks, each walk, there were four walks that I was told I have to do, so we just completed the fourth. The grandmother said to me, each time, this walk has already been done in spirit. Your job is to just manifest it in the earth plane. Mm. Okay? So it took me those walks to understand that when I came up to something that seemed like an impossibility, that I had to remember it's not about me. This isn't my walk. So I relinquish any responsibility to the divine. Now let me give you some examples. When we walked, when we were going to Ghana, I had a call at four o'clock in the morning before uh, we were getting on a plane from two members of the team that were going on the journey, and they said the money that we thought was going to be there, and we'd asked the lady to just show up, the travel agent to show up at the airport, and we would pay her our part of the money. Uh, we just don't have it, and we don't know what we're going to do. So my response was, well, let's, you know, just go to sleep, and we'll see what happens. So the next morning, about 6 o'clock, I got up. I went outside and prayed, and I was, getting, I was getting ready to settle in for one of those real deep, long meditations, and spirits said, go to bed. I was like, wow, okay. So I went back to bed. Got to the airport, and they showed up. Now, you got to hear this. No money needing $4,000, okay? They showed up to the airport, backpacks and ready to They were in line to get on the plane. Then one of our team members shows up, and she looks at me, and she says, I don't understand this. Last night before I went to bed, I opened my mail, and there was a credit card in there with a $6,000 limit, and I have no idea. I don't even remember getting this card. And so immediately went over to the travel agent. She took the card up. They got the ticket straight just as we were getting ready to walk onto the plane. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, on this recent walk, and I can give you many, but I'm just going to give you one more. We traveled around the country. We have an RV because my mom has there's certain things that she has to be well taken care of. So uh, one of the members of the team had an RV and donated it to us for the journey. Well, we got three-thirds of the way through, um, I would say three-quarters of the way to the journey. We're in the home stretch now. And he is called out of the walk. That means he has to take his RV with him. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, what do we still got? Four months to go on this walk. What are we going to do? Spirit said, prepare for your RV. Now, we don't have money in the bank. I mean, hear me, maybe $100, right? I know I'm not going to buy an RV for $100. Not only did Spirit say prepare for it, it gave three members of the team the same dream and vision of a 26-foot RV, no payment. I was like, okay. So we get we put everything into a van to get to, to our next spot because it was storming. It was during the hurricane. Uh, this summer that hit the East Coast. And so 
We drove into the eye of the hurricane because that's where we were told to be. And we got there, and the next day, one of the team members said, I really feel like we're going to get the RV. I said, well, I know it is. I just don't know how it's going to show up. Within three days of him having left with an RV, we found an RV. A person who's been like a, a guardian angel said, here's the money, pay cash for it. You don't have to worry about this again. And we have an RV. Mm. Three days. And we never skipped a beat. We just kept moving and doing planting peace poles, walking, uh, meeting with communities. We just kept doing what we were told to do, and it manifested. Now, if I were taking this on as my walk, on my best day, I couldn't affect the outcomes that came. <laughs> so talk about faith. you got to first understand that you serve the Creator. And anything that's called up in you, is called up by that divine force. And if you listen, which requires what we talked about earlier, slowing your vibration so that you can hear the still small voice, so that you can walk the red road, if you can do that, you will be told every step of the way what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and everything that you need will be there. So those are the two examples I just wanted to share. Mm. I have a, um, I put a team together because it ain't nothing if you just do the coach you ran up to the hill and you ain't got nobody with you. So I have a team that I put together called Team Success. And we have rules. We got some rules, and you know, because it's a volunteer team. I don't draft anybody, you come and join, but you got, you got to go by these rules if you want to stay. And that's um, what you just expressed is. Rule number rule number three, which is following instruction saves lives. That's Follow, right. Following instruction saves lives, which is to me, you just really showed it the importance of the word submission. I'm gonna be talking about relationships this weekend, and a lot of women are anti the word submission. I ain't submitting to nobody. I ain't submitting to that nigga. You're talking about you tell me what submission is a practice. It don't have nothing to do about like like you serve the God force first. How would you do that? You would submit, check yourself before you wreck yourself, and go over there and relax your mouth, slow your vibration down. So men, what I'm going to explain to women, are only manifestations of God. Man, submitting to us is not putting yourself in harm's way. It's practice because, you know, well, I submitted to this man and he did me wrong. You wasn't being sincere. You had, you had an ulterior motive and it came out. But when you submit to the will of the Creator, you get stories like that. You get actually events. Excuse me, I don't even want to take anything from it. You get actual, factual events that can be categorized. You have pictures of the RV. You finished the journey. It was there. You know, you have you have people right there. You have evidence. You have experience, and you have a hell of a reason. So, I I I definitely um once again got to got to get the stand up. Got to get the stand. Uh, appreciate you and what you got going on, and if that's what you did in the ne- in the last twelve years, the next twelve years is gonna be fabulous because now you now you now you bringing me on the team, you know, and I bring in my squad, and I got a and I got a mean squad. Hey, I got a coach now. No telling what I could do. 
Oh man, good gracious! Whew, Lord have mercy. That's a that's another I, show. I wanted hopefully, to. Uh, ho- hopefully you hopefully you come back and bless me with another show because we that's a whole another two hours. Hey, anytime at all. But I I wanted to say you know on the ISIS temple, there's the quote: "I ISIS am all that is, all that has ever been, and all that will be, and no mortal man shall shall like like touch me or understand." Basically, what she's saying is in our mortality. We can't understand what she's talking about, so forget it. The only way you're going to access what she's talking about is by relinquishing your mortality and stepping beyond or through that wormhole that begins at that black hole in our heart and allowing ourselves to go inward to come out into the universe. Once you step into that, which embodies all that we're talking about, it's not that you know it's not some woo 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 kind of thing. It's, it's tangible. That's the hard thing, Coach, for me in terms of getting across to people that all of this is is real stuff if you're willing to take the journey, and then you will understand all that has been, all that is, and all that will ever be because it's all right there. And and so what, what I really wanted to say is that you know, this is a time now to step beyond our disbelief. And I also want to say it takes work. It Ooh. Everybody talking about work. Everybody, everybody who I've been coming in contact with in the last five to ten days, we've all agreed. We can disagree on whatever, but we've all agreed whatever you're going to do, it's going to take some work. And everybody says it the way you just said it. Like you was just talking, you was like, so and so and so and so work. You know, at, at the end, you like, work. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 fully with that, and I'm like uh, one thing me and Obama got in common is what he says a teachable moment. So I'm gonna take yes. it. I'm gonna take advantage of this teachable moment. You said you had a coach on your team, so I'm gonna play my position. And um, this is one of the tougher things that I have ran into uh, in my journey when dealing with elders who I am younger than. Because mm-hmm. when you would, I study astrology and planetary positions have generational influences. The planet Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus have generational influences that are not like Mars, Mercury, Venus, and Jupiter. So certain people have been born up under generational effects, and that's just how they are because it's the influence of the planet. Um, so... A lot of people, when they were younger, let's say some men are 55 years old, and they, when they were young, they were suppressed in their truth by people who were older than them because the older person played the elder card. But when you play the elder card, you still can't trump wisdom should come from the mouths of babes. So if somebody's young, if you if you were elder. That means everybody younger than you is why. Everybody younger than you is the baby. So potentially, this youngster could come with a little bit of wisdom. Now, that's not de- definitely not directed towards you because I can tell you by your spirit, you are a listener. You listen to a grasshopper. I can tell. So, <laughs> But what, what I want to share with you, and this might be tough because you've been fighting and carrying this on, but when you say, I struggle to get this across, I want to advise you to stop that. Yes, you're right. Do not struggle in anything. I mean, I'm saying do the work and work hard, but when 
knowledge out of season bears no fruit. So the energy, the energy that you see, and psychic vampires are real. And psychic vampires look like me and you. They'll put on a cloth, they put a feather in their hair, they'll come to a sweat lodge, and they'll still be a psychic vampire. And their only intention will be to distract you from getting your message across to the person who was ready to receive it in 30 seconds. But you sat there and gave all this energy to this person for like hours and hours because, quote unquote, they just weren't getting it. Right. I, I'm from the young soldier clan. I say throw some dirt on them. Celebrate, celebrate the living and bury the dead. It's a real simple process. Mm-hmm. If you need help, when you got somebody you need to throw some dirt in their face, but it's real hard and you just feel like being all loving and compassionate, you just call my phone. I help. I you. got you, coach. I help you. I, I keep a I keep one of them portable Boy Scout shovels on. All right now. <laughs> <laughs> let me open. Up, let me open up the lines for a second um, to see if you have anyone wanting to call in. If anybody wants to have a comment, I would appreciate somebody just give me some feedback. Who've been who've been on the line with us? Uh, just press one. Press uh, press one. Uh, the caller number three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Just uh, press one and come in. I love to have some feedback on what you've been listening to tonight from Sister Audrey Scott Williams. Uh, and while you're on the line, I got somebody who's getting ready to come on 813. Can you tell us uh, how people can connect with you or get some more information on you um, via the web via the website? Because I couldn't find you on Facebook, so I wonder how can people find you on the, on the Internet? Yeah, you can look at Audrey Williams on Facebook. I'm there. Um, you can go to my website, which is AudreyScottWilliams.com, and that's A-U-D-R-I, AudreyScottWilliams.com. Uh, and then uh, we are working on a new site for Now Time Prophecies, uh, and that's NowTimeProphecies.org. Now Time Prophecies. Can y'all? I got some people in the chat room very attentive, so can y'all type them in the chat room for me? I really appreciate it. Let me open up the lines. Call from the eight one three three two five. Your mic is live. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Greetings, brother. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Sister Queen coming uh, calling out of Tampa, Florida. I'm very honored to have an opportunity to hear the sister um, shed wisdom and to cast these pearls. Um, in speaking earlier, Sister, you were saying that um, there was a way that a person could speed uh, certain uh, vibrations up uh, in terms of progress and unfoldment. I think you were speaking about a cube of some sort. It was very phenomenal. I had to stop. I usually listen to conference calls on a speakerphone, and I just kind of continue ironing my clothes and getting ready for the next day. I had to stop. And mm. I haven't moved I haven't moved since. So well, this okay. is powerful. You know, this information is powerful. It reminds me of... of, of uh, Dr. Jewel Pukram, and just in what she has to say, so many out here are doing the works to help usher us forth into this new realm of consciousness and to see how you are um, having that mind-body connection and having those manifestations. It's just it's a jewel because we do hear a lot of philosophers and people who are well-read and have a great ideology, but to hear you, you can just touch, feel and hear, and it, it resonates within your talk. 
that you have definitely had some ultimate experiences, and again, it definitely resonates. I look forward to um, much more work from you in terms of uh, hearing what you've done and sharing what you've already experienced. Um, I want to thank you with the sincere thanks and to let you know uh, a heartfelt thank you to you and those who uh, are doing this type of work. I realize it's hard and um, it seems like uh, it's lonely sometimes, but uh, there are souls and spirits out here like myself who walk with you, who want to resonate with you, and we just thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Queen. Um, it, it means a lot to hear those words, and uh, and as we are in this together, uh, you know, we each have a piece of of the knowledge and wisdom, and we need that support with one another to keep us moving forward. Uh, an incredible time to be on this world stage, and we just need each other to keep remembering what to listen to, what to be in, in harmony with, uh, because sometimes the distractions are so profound we don't realize that we've let go of our energy and and, and limited our capacity to access these great things. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, if you would, please, I would ask that you would, if you would, kind of go back into what you were speaking on, if you can remember and recall. Uh, you were saying something about a sponge cube and how we can speed things up. I, that really touched me because it's a question I've been asking for five years, and you just answered it. I wanted to make sure I clearly understood what you were saying. Thank you. Ashe. Ashe. Um, in answer to the question, uh, first of all, I want to say that, you know, we, we talked earlier about things being a process and ending the whole notion and, and, and concept of the spun cube uh, has really been a 12-year journey for me. I, the time that you know I literally walked into an awareness of something that had been given to me in 1998 uh, um, in the last couple of years. Um, the spun cube is understanding, and, and then I'm going to share what I just discovered. The spun cube actually reflects the earth. It's like the earth, we see it in a way, a sort of an octahedron, if you will. And then if you were to imagine these these eight triangular shapes opening up like a flower, periodically there's certain stellar alignments that trigger them to open, and so you really get a sense of this spun cube opening up. They create these gateways that you can then access. Uh, you can, You literally can go beyond time and space. And, and that's when the Isis temple, when Isis is talking about, you know, uh, everything of the past, present, and future being very clear, knowing and understanding that in our mortality we can't grasp that. It's because as you understand how to travel these uh, gate, through these gateways, you literally end up in another dimension. And one of the things the grandmothers talk about this time right now, whether, you know, one one channeling session they said, you know, so many people are talking about the ascension and what they don't realize and what they're not remembering is that the ascension has already happened. It's because you're in the third density uh, 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 state of consciousness, you have not yet awakened to that reality. And so that the ascension has already happening. This is a time of the awake, the great awakening and as we awaken, we move through this bridge, the fourth dimension and bring a bridge into the fifth. Uh, we literally begin to shift our whole relationship to time and space. That's why we can affect great change in short 
periods of time, time time as we know it in third density. Um, I think I want to stop there because because this um, concept is is quite uh, dynamic. Um, I was doing some research on the spun cube, and I found this spun cube that was created by the Templars, uh, the Salemic Templars, and they literally used these gateways to capture uh, what they called uh, 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 demons or uh, uh, otherworldly beings that were trying to come into the 3D and to send them back out into the universe. So I started looking at that. I'm thinking, like, wait a minute. Then I realized the connection of the spun cube all the way back to the Dogon, all the way back to Kemet, and the whole understanding of this, that all things that have form are, are, are temporal in the sense that their form matches consciousness. And so in a limited state of consciousness, we see basic forms and we're held by those forms and those structures. But as we rise in consciousness, those forms shift and open up and allow us to access more. The grandmother said, light only reveals that which we're ready to perceive in consciousness. The moment you're really ready to take in more, all of a sudden the dark begins, the light comes out of the dark, and you're able to, to see more. I don't know if I made sense with that. But I'm, I'm tying all that together to show how our own evolution, which is really simply our own process of remembrance, takes us into that infinite uh, field of potential, which is the response to who am I? That's who I am. So now everything around me matches that. The geometry that I see, the, the, the way that I process, you know, in, in a 3D way, we process information. We take something from the outside, we bring it in, we roll it around, and then we create an outcome based on that. Well, in this, as we bridge into the fifth dimension, it's, it's like multiple wormholes all operating at the same time. So we don't have time to focus on one thing to create, uh, to, to process it and spit something out. Everything's happening all at once. So you're accessing multiple uh, 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 sensories that go beyond the physical. And that's why when all of this works together, but it's based on a foundation of faith in in the divine source. You gotta have that. And I wanna say for all those, in my experience, in traveling around the world and meeting with elders, being in sacred temples, if you don't have that, you don't have the foundation, you're building your house on sand. You gotta have that in order to access and, and, and go and bridge into these higher dimensional dimensions of consciousness in order to create incredible uh, uh, outcomes, uh, uh, applying, you know, the universe just seeks to create. That's what's happening. The universe is constantly in a state of creation. Well, that's our our natural state as well. So you got me going again, so I'm going to back off, Coach, um, and uh, take a breath. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really happy that you two power players got together. Uh, that's the Grand Governor's down there in Georgia, Sister Aubrey. So um, after me and you connect this weekend, I'm going to be on the phone with her. I'll I probably call her this weekend and let y'all speak personally because she's a person that I, she's a person on team success, and I really feel she could be a super asset 
um, down in Tampa for some of the things that, um, just some of the vibrations that y'all got going on. Y'all going to need a longer, you know what I'm saying, more private time and put some stuff together. But I, I know it's the will of the spirits, you know, for y'all to be able to uh, get together tonight. So I'm definitely glad about this connection right here. And, well, you know, I do, you know, I do to uh, make everybody feel appreciated. Because the grand governor, she ain't getting the support she's supposed to be getting down in Tampa. So I don't want to have to do a show to call Tampa out. So I want Tampa to get on the ball and get behind some of the sisters on what we need to do, you know, before we have to break out the baby power. Now, I do have, a, I do have another call on the line. This is another surprise, another big power player. Uh, I had to put a number up on my phone to check, check who it was. Grand Governors, I'm going to mute your mic, but I want you to stay online, okay? She probably already muted. There's a lot more. All right, stay on, stay on the line. Uh, Caller from the 336-338. Brother Greg Stringer, you on the line? Brother, I am Kaya. How are you, my brother? And all is well, brother. Your mic is live. How you doing today? Where are you calling from? Man, I'm calling from Greensboro, North Kekalaki. Hey, man, you know I was uh I was I was I saw the uh the ad for the uh program, Kair, and I know you're always bringing some positive energy, and your light is lighter than mine. And I said, well, brother, let me check you out. And I'm so happy I did, man, because I've been out there bashing them over this life program, this life uh, program that I'm running. It's called the Learning Institute for Fatherhood Empowerment. And I'm looking at these uh, conditions that a lot of the young brothers are caught up in right now, man, and the conditions are, you know, it's, it's mental. And, and the word that the sister gave when she first came on was that I am infinite potential. And we know infinite potential comes from a mathematical quandary in which numbers never end. So there's always a new reality available to us. But allowing these brothers to open up to some other realities, man, has been something that I've been, you know, bumping my head up against this wall for a season now to try and see. I'll give you an example of what I mean. I got a brother. He's going to go to jail if he don't get this money up to pay this bondsman, I mean to pay this uh, PO officer in two more weeks. Now it was about 77 degrees up here today. So we went through a class, and the brother was pouring his heart out about the condition that his baby's mama is, she's pregnant, and he ain't got the funds to, to, to be what he would like to be in her life, and he ain't got the money to pay to keep himself from going back to jail to the P.O. But then when the other brother said as they were walking out the door, man, it's going to be 70-something degrees tomorrow, his comment was, yeah, and them women going to be out in those, <clears throat> he said those women going to be out in those booty shorts tomorrow for sure. Now, this brother almost in tears two minutes before crying about his condition that he find himself in. But a minute later, talking about what brought him into that condition to begin with, which was creating babies without the ability uh, to sustain life, without the infrastructure, the social infrastructure, and the communal infrastructure necessary. So as I was listening to this program, man, I sometimes get downhearted when I'm dealing with these brothers, man, because the conditions are so hopeless. I watched many of them return back into prison because they couldn't pay to stay out and they couldn't find employment or, you know, they wouldn't even seek employment, just give it lip service and would spend a lot of time on their Xboxes or, or playing, uh, you know, other games. So as I was listening to you all, I was listening to the incredible stories that the sister was sharing where the spirit of Harriet Tubman came into a cave 
and, and, and fired her up and sent her to Ghana. And then from Ghana, and she went through those processes, came back and did a world tour here in the Western Hemisphere, all through Mexico and all across the country on a shoestring budget. I said, now, you know what? This thing of faith, this thing about faith, and here I'm being battered, and I'm losing faith, but this thing about faith, man, is real. And I just wanted to get on here and share with the sister, and you, Kaye, because you're a man of faith, how much I appreciate you guys. Mm, thank you, brother. I really, really appreciate that. And uh, if I may, you know, um, our brothers in, in, in the whole, that, that pipeline from, you know, practically from birth to uh, the, the whole prison industrial complex is a big issue for us. And one of the things that I have found, and, and you know, I, hey, I, I submit to you on this because you, you're there doing the work, um, but I, I must say that we as a people, you know, we talk about those distractions that keep us trapped. Uh, uh, we've got a whole cultural thing happening, and, and it only takes a few of us to hold a different story up long enough and strong enough and lit bright enough by that passion for who we are as divine servants here in this That's dimension that we can begin to shift the story and maybe it's one at a time. But that's to me that's my calling, that's my passion. Beautiful. So exactly. this is a worthwhile call because that's exactly what we need. We need heralds. We need to be able to herald another story above what's seen in the common eye because a lot of people have low expectations and therefore have low results. And I think that we don't have, like Kair was saying, uh, a, a, a bookshelf of elders who are conscious, aware, and active that we can pull from on a daily basis through our communities. So we're finding people like you, and then we got to divide you a thousand times in a thousand communities, but you can't be there to facilitate the wisdom to all of those communities, but through your writings, your teachings, your lectures, or the brother didn't call them lectures anymore, but through through venues like this where you can be a light that lights another candle that will take your story and echo it back a thousand times. Because it's just, you know, it's, 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 heart, it's heartbreaking when you see what's really going on, and that's why I say, well, you know, whatever you're teaching, no matter how metaphysical it is, I got to be able to break it back down into the 3D because the 3D for me resides through the womb, which is the portal from which life comes. So everything coming through life, everything coming through that woman is coming onto the planet. Whatever that energy is that she's allowing to come forward is coming forward. And the mindset that we're birthing our children in, a lot of times we don't even give it thought as to what energies we're passing through you know, the woman that's producing the seed that, that we're going to have to deal with in, in, in nine months later or ten months later, depending on how you count your... Mm -hmm. Are you there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, all, all of us are still alive. Uh, uh, Brother I, Greg, I'm sorry, go ahead. Can I just make a, a, a quick comment there? Um, uh, when, when you talk about the 3D, I'd like to, I'd like to just add another piece to that, uh, mm -hmm. not in contradiction, but as we build this new story, coming from the womb is higher dimension. 
That's high dimension because that's coming through the portal that is connected to the divine without, I mean, that's pure. That's pure. And that is the holy of holies, if you will, that whole process. And so it's not 3D. 3D is the story we get stuck in where I don't have enough money and, you know, I got mama baby drama and I got this and I got That's 3D. That's after the fact. But at that moment of, 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 of birth, that's like, that's, that's beyond even fifth dimension. That's way out there. What we often are, having, are now having an opportunity to awaken to is that that is normal. This stuff we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis while in our physicality is normal, it is not normal in the sense of who we are as divine expression. And we talk about shifting. We can spiral round and round and round in the stories of that. But the only way we're going to shift, we got a right angle out of it. That means we got to shift our connection to that story. Whether we got to grab a bunch of brothers and head out into nature and give that the time, that nine months to rebirth them and take our sisters out into nature, and whether we got to give it nine months to rebirth them, that's the journey, that's the passage, and it is as real as as the other. You know, it is as real. If we don't shift it, if we don't right angle out of this spiral, we're going to agree. So I, I agree, sister. No disrespect, because I love what you're saying. You're hitting the. No, no, I agree with you. That's profound. Mm-hmm. That's profound. I mean, that's where we are, though. I mean, it's it's we need that. We literally need that rebirth. We need that separation time to to reconnect to our true selves again. At this point, because yeah, we're lost absolutely. at this point. Brother Kaye, you had something you would say, brother? I'm sorry. I just I just told sister, uh, sister Williams that truth need no apology. Sister Williams, will you tell him some of the rules that we have around here? Truth need no apology. Will you let him know, please? Truth, truth don't need so no apology. I I said, will you please remind that uh, young man that truth needs no apology on original native radio? That's right, absolutely. Um, I was just gonna say, um, we ain't got to duplicate a. Uh, we're gonna keep it real simple because tonight me and her been doing simple. My particular solution is we treat it like a cell. We treat it like a cell and let and split on half and let the cell keep on splitting exponentially. Mm. You see, you just stay in the science. I call it stick to the script. That's my Virgo mm-hmm. rising. Shouts out to all my Virgos out there. I'm a Taurus sun, Vir- Virgo rising. Peace to all my cosmophysicians in the building. G Kundo of Astrology 361. We add a degree to 360, Sister Williams. They ain't ready for this right here, I'm telling you. I hear you. So, um, but we're going to split her. We're going to split her, you know what I'm saying, and add her to the curriculum. And then I'm going to go ahead and then drop and uh, bring my man Dr. Blair up in the set real quick and just add it in like gumbo. Dr. Blair, how you feel about being a gumbo ingredient? Well, it's according to whether it's New Orleans gumbo, whether it's Indian gumbo, or whether it's inner world gumbo. It depends who made the stew and who's the cook. How you doing, brother? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Hey, well, you know, you are, and I am, because I am with you now. So that's it. Um, I got a text, and so here we... You know, I had a, a you know, the crowd when... The... I'm sorry, go ahead. Clear, or am I losing you? Clear. Yeah. 
I just heard the last of what you were saying, of course, and it's, it's a, you know, when you got the covered wagons and you come along late, you didn't know that they were used to be in a circle because they were already being attacked, so I don't know. But I just simply say again, you know, it sounded good to me, but I'm coming on in the tail end, so you're going to have to, you know, hit me. Okay, well, check it out. This is what I'm going to do. I got one more caller, and and Doc, Doc, anytime you know you coming on the scene with Kair, we never going to circle up like wagons. We form like a dragon's tail. And we let the enemy worry about that. See, a dragon's tail, a dragon's tail is similar to a wagon circle up. But we don't take the defensive position over here at Original Navy. We don't do that. We don't circle up. You know, we circle up for exercise. After that, we form a dragon's tail. That's what we're gonna do around. We we're gonna take this fourth and fifth dimension like dragons because that's a part of our history too. We think that's something that's you know, too phenomenal. But if we're going to claim it, claim all of it. That's why I love you and Sister Williams because you give us all, you give us all, all of it so we can claim all of it. Not be like, well, you know, this is their God and this is this is that God, but it's all from other dimensions. But we've been looking at things, you know, from a more linear perspective. You know, I, I see the, a wall and I can't see the roof, but you all have given us a bird's eye view. So I I wanted to say I really appreciate that. Well, I thank you. And as I say, wherever we are in the conversation, you have to lead me in. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay, ride shotgun with me. I got a caller from the 916-710. Your mic is open. You had a comment for Sister Williams? Hello, caller from the 916. I was thinking that we had everything and stuff. Damn, uh, it's okay, I think they, I think they pressed one. I think they pressed one by uh, by accident. Uh, we got Doctor Blair joining us uh, tonight. Doc, we've been talking with um, Sister Williams. Who, Sister Williams? Do you have a brief of what you've given the brother tonight? I'm gonna let you tell it. You tell. Oh, me. I think Doctor Blair can. He'll just automatically to, to the next place. So I, I think it's Doctor Blair. We were basically just talking about. Uh, on my journey, the importance of understanding faith uh, and how that, you know, once you're in alignment, how um, information, knowledge, wisdom, and anything that's needed takes you to the next spot. And so we, I talk a little bit about the whole concept of a spun cube and as it relates to the earth and manifestation. Um, wow, we talk about a lot of things, Dr. Blair, but as I said, I'm sure you, you know, you're the master here, so you'll have it all. Well, I thank you for that <laughs> that respect. I don't have it all, but either way, as I say, I you know it, it, I like to concatenate with whatever was always the conversation was. But at any rate, um, we all are in a interesting time on this planet this time, and I'm sure that was covered. And anybody who wakes up can see time is speeding up. Anybody who looks up can see we got a canopy of chemtrails up there that get added to every night. Anybody that looks at the setting sun can see it's so bright through the chemtrails that it's got to be of a different orient. And anybody that saw all those tornadoes that came through uh, three of our little states here, that was Missouri, Iowa, uh, parts of southern Illinois, 87 of them came through. And the things that are going on on our planet know that no matter what, things are changing. And let's hope that we can stay with the part that's changing for the good because obviously constant change is what we need. Because if you like what's going on now, you can't be real. Because what's going on now, or what has been going on, is bad. 
what is happening, of course, is we're going to go to something good. So somewhere along that line is where my consciousness is, and let's just kind of see where you guys are and who's going to call or what's happening. Oh, did I get lost? I hear you, Dr. Blair. This is Audrey. I think we... Um, I muted my mic here, I'm but back. I just... I'm back. I got you. Okay, Coach. Kept away. Oh, okay. No, I had I I muted it accidentally, and then I came back on. I didn't realize that it was still muted. Um, this weekend you're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia, um, at the Life Harmony and Light Conference. Sister uh, Williams told us about you know why she wanted to uh, demonstrate and what she was demonstrating this weekend, but she also uh, just shared a little bit about, you know, herself. If we have some new people who may be listening tonight, because you've been on my, you are a, you know, we love you on the show. We got crazy, crazy love for you, and we got sane love for you, too. We got crazy love, and we got sane love. I want to keep it balanced. And, um, wow, I had a brain freeze right there. That's amazing. Live radio. Oh, we want to know if, um, Dr. Blair was an alien coming to this planet, and somebody said, who are you or what are you? How would Dr. Blair describe himself? Is that a question too, Blair? That's, yeah, that's to Blair. <laughs> How would I describe myself? I describe myself as, man, I don't know what I'm doing here, but here I be. <laughs> no. Uh, actually speaking, I think I am an extraterrestrial. I don't like that term alien. Alien is anything that's intelligent in the cosmos. Uh, extraterrestrial is one that has at least some kind of truncation of head, arms, has some places that they came from, like Earth or something like that. I think really I'm from Arcturus, to be very honest with you. Uh, when I was a little baby sitting in the high chairs, I used to see clouds in the room and faces in the clouds, and we used to have big conversations. I'd look at a mirror, and instead of seeing the reflection, I'd see into a different dimension. And then, of course, as I began to find out when you see clouds in rooms and talk to them, the grown-ups don't understand that, and you get in trouble. So the more I would see that, the less I'd talk about it, and pretty soon that psychic ability began to fade. So I think we're all here for a purpose. My purpose, obviously, I found, and that's to teach metaphysics. At one time, I didn't know what I was here for, but the forces have led me to that. And as you know, again, uh, way back when, I had a contact directly, and they told me what I was supposed to be doing. So I guess <laughs> if it gets that clear... The crystal is already clear. You don't have to worry about clearing the crystal. That's it. So I just simply think, you know, without this personal I, 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 that we're all in a state now where our planet is going to higher vibrations, and we're having choices. We will choose to either stay with the low vibrations and go through all the wonderfulness and hell that's going to happen on it, or we will choose to go higher and higher vibrations like they talked in the matrix and stuff. The same thing will not happen. Same place, but vibrating differently. And people are seeing this now. Time is speeding up. Uh, like I say, we had these tornadoes that came through the other day. Uh, there's so many things going on in our world that it's, it's really almost uh, impossible to see. So rather than get into all of that, unless the audience wants to go there and you want to go there, I'll just simply say I'm looking forward to this weekend. Uh, my part, which, of course, will follow yours, will be looking at dark matter and uh, also looking at, again, what we, I would call the, the enlightenment of concentrated thought. Uh, I've dealt with so many subjects, but this is what I feel in my heart is now necessary because uh, when I come back here, we're going to do one on sound 
but if there's enough entrance, I'm going to do one on sound while I'm there too because people are hearing things all over the place. People are seeing things all over the place. Um, all species are dying out all over the place. The sun is getting brighter and brighter. More and more came to us to try to hide it, so the battle is on royally. And I think that our part in the battle would be to raise our consciousness, to show our souls to those who lost their souls that we don't need to go with them that lost our souls to be found. They need to find out what happened to them and try to get a little bit humble. Since they've lost their souls, they probably won't get humble, so we're going to have to split. There's going to have to be a big division, and I think that's what we're seeing that's coming about. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. You put it all in one. You said who you are, what you are, and what you got for them uh, Sunday. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. That's the way I'm looking at it. And if they say if they want it, that's what I'll bring. If they don't, I still try to appease my audience and be what they want, you know. But as I say, I still got a message each time. And you know, all of us do. We've been out a long time. We still have our message. But my message can be: it's just a matter of getting cohesiveness. And and as I say, it's a light life conference. It's coming together in harmony. And that's what I'm shooting shooting for: harmony. And wherever that harmony takes us, good. If there's no harmony there, there's no need to be there. Mm, mm. We also talked about slowing down our vibration And we talked a little bit about uh, My method is meditation And I know you uh, meditate too You have two meditations that um, you did While you were in Greensboro Because we had the time and the space And I know you said you wanted to do one of them In Atlanta if we had time you know, um, can you can you talk about those meditations, or can you talk about just meditation and slowing down our vibration? And then um, you would like to go into just a little bit about the uh, two meditations that you do, and then I'm gonna open the lines up for the callers. Uh, they want to ask you some questions or have some comments. The number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. We're still rocking with the best original native radio. We have Dr. Delbert Blair. And Sister Audrey Scott Williams joining us tonight. All of us are going to be on a massive venue in Atlanta, Georgia. A-Town, here we come. Here we come. Hold on. Hold on. People listening, Doc, and they may have fell asleep, right? So you know what you do about that? Just in case, you have to you have to, you have to have your own stuff. So you have to wake them up. We're coming to Atlanta. We're coming to Atlanta, and we're blowing the noise. When's the last time you've been in Atlanta, Dr. Blair? Oh, I was there. You know when I was there. I was there about three months ago, as you know, uh, with the with the woman, the female conference there with Dr. Jewel. And so, yeah, and that was the last time there. Other than that, I've been in Atlanta, I guess, maybe about 30, 40 times over the years. Well, we're back. We're back. Good. Well, and um, but meditation. Can you give us a little bit about meditation and uh, the meditation that you uh, have? Yeah, um, I have one that's called The Sound of Silence, and it teaches you to go within. It's an excellent way, I think, of beginning to show people how much is within them, since if we can't go within, it's probably too hard to go without. You know, many people go without before they go within, and that's always going to fail, uh, because you try to teach what you're not preaching, you try to talk what you're not walking. So therefore, I don't believe in that one. Uh, the one that I love to do, but it's going to probably take an extra day to do so, and that would be the Golden Sun, because it consists of three parts. And if you have 40 or more people, and I think we'll have that, there won't be enough time to do that, because just on a healing one alone, so many people need healing and want healing, that would go on <laughs> for hours and hours. So I think to to defer to the time and the essence of that time 
we'll probably go with the sound of silence, and then I'll go with the presentation either on dark matter or sound itself. And, of course, either of those would take us there for hours. It's just a matter of how long that uh, you brothers and sisters have decided I can get since I'm supposed to be closing it. And that's about it, man. Can you, when when we did that healing meditation, one of the things um, people, some people noticed and some didn't is the person leading the meditation is often very drained from doing a meditation like this. Like you couldn't do three of these in a day, could you? Heck no. Wouldn't even attempt it. I'm not that good. No, and I'm responsible for the circle. Once the circle is contrite, I'm responsible for that circle. And you know me. I I close that circle. I protect that circle. Anybody breaks that circle, we stop, we start again. So, no, I couldn't do that. More than one of that would drain me too much. But it's beautiful. What I'm trying to do, and I know that's what you're trying to do, is leave people with an understanding on how to do this. And whether I'm there or not is not important. Do these circles. Do these circles in your mind. Do these circles in your spirit. Do these circles in your body. Do these circles in your in your human and mankind and godlike form. Do it. And I think you will find as we ascend, all this other stuff we're doing ain't going to work on the fifth dimension. And that's my belief we're going there. You're going to have to use your thoughts. You're going to have to be eating and drinking what you think. And you're going to have to use those consistent thoughts and hopefully... As we're doing here, when we get to the fifth dimension, all of us will be doing. We'll have to come together with unified thought that's incorporated with the planet in which we're now finding ourselves on. So now we're just beginning in kindergarten to do what we're going to have to do every day if and when we make it to the fifth dimension. Hmm. Hmm. Doc, you know, I'm open. I'm bringing a meditation that I got a new meditation too. Mine is not, it's not, it's not ours, but it's like a nice opener. So I think um, I'm going to just let everybody know. I want to make sure you're there, too, because I know you always running around, but I want you to be there when we um, when we do this new meditation I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, because Sunday Sunday is it's just it's going down. You don't understand. Like, I was born on a Sunday, so that's a power day for me, and then I get to meditate with my big homie. It's over. Uh, Sister Williams, this is how we talk on Original Native Radio, so excuse me. You know, we family around here. I know that's right. Listen, I hate to do this, but I'm going to have to uh, go. I have another program I have to do in about 15 minutes. I want to just say thank you, and I'm looking forward to seeing both of you uh, this weekend. And I, you also, Sister Williams, and thank you again for letting me follow where you just walked from. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Peace. Peace. Oh, Doc, they done left me and you in the room by ourselves. You all want to kick it. Say what, Doc? Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because, uh, you know, well, we won't even go there. But, you know, your other brother, I was supposed to be doing his. And then as soon as I got off the other show, that's what's going. So let's forget about all that. Let's see what you got going. Who wants to go with me with what you're doing and where we can take your audience. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. If you want to talk to Dr. Blair tonight, I see some people put some Put some uh, put some questions in the chat room or give us a call, 347-205-9089. I appreciate uh, Destin Designs. I got to give a big shout-out. I know a lot of people, technology and graphics and visual. I know you're going to be doing something about uh, visual. Um, doctor. I mean, um, you're doing something about sound or something about dark matter. But what would you tell, because I want to know as a strategist, 
let's say you knew a company like Destiny Designs and or Destin Designs, and they had a website, and they wanted to be able to use the proper colors and graphics, and what is going to be coming down that you could assist a powerful company like that who does all my graphics and all my flyers and all my artwork, Destin Designs, what would you tell them about the third and the fourth and the fifth dimension that's going to help them stay ahead? Because they we're still going to need a trade. You know what I'm saying? People are going to skills are not just going to stop. They're going to still need a trade. You know, and there are a lot of these people um, being very creative through the visual arts using technology. Can you start, like, tying that together for me? Well, I don't know if I can or not. I can attempt to do what you suggested should be done. Uh, one of the things, I used to have a video that walked one day when I was out lecturing, and I haven't walked back to me yet, but some people did buy it. And I did it when I was teaching people to see the human aura. And people ought to know, well, do you still teach that? Not as much as I did, because when my, my lenses and my eyes changed, uh, again, uh, I couldn't see as well as I could, and it distorted. So I kind of got away from it. And then when I lost that tape, um, I kind of got away from it more, because it was a tape showing you in, a, in 25 minutes, direct to the point, beautiful visual, the chakras. It explained what each chakra did, explained the to the crown chakra, Ajna and Cheshire, and it explained each one, and it was beautiful, and it didn't waste time. Music and graphics were good. I have not been able to find that tape since because I forgot the name of it. All I know is it spoke on the chakras. I forgot those who produced it. So if anybody's doing visual art and has one that is concise, I don't want it to drag on forever, but can go through the chakras, what they do, the difference between the chakras that is found in India and which means wheels of life, and the ones that are done by Native Americans, Tibetans, it's all the same thing. But if anybody can come up with that, I'd buy it tomorrow, and I'm still trying to replace it. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, that one visual that had it on. It was very much in color, very beautifully done, and that's what I'm still looking for. Other than that, since you say we'll have to have a trade on the fifth dimension, I'm not sure what those tradesmen will be. If you suggest it's going to be a craft, then I don't know. I'll have to see what's up on the fifth dimension. If there's any way I'd like to third dimension, I don't know if that's good or not, but we'll have to find out, won't we? Well, I I feel that um, if you're honorable, that's your intent, and your intent is, is, is what is universal through all the dimensions. So if you was crappy down here, it's going to be crappy for you in the fifth dimension. But if you were honorable in the third dimension, then your honorable is going to be a is going to be a constant. And throughout history, there always have been craftsmen. Every being that came to the earth, whether they, even if they were fighting, they still had to have somebody who was making the weapons. There's always a craft. You know, for some reason, the, the universe works. So everybody's got some type of form of, you know, uh, cellular movement that they want to manifest in when they take one of these human forms. And for me, I call that a craft. And maybe that's why the Magi use that term of, calling it the craft. Who knows? The wise. Well, you know, in the craft of the wise and the wizards, which is a wise art or a wise person or wise man, uh, the craft then of the magi was nothing to do with physical. It manifested on the physical plane for those who had to, to stay on the physical plane. My understanding that on the fifth dimension, physical labor is not necessary. That on the fifth dimension, you can begin to create planets, and if that's done physically, then I have to be shown how. It can begin to create matter because matter is only recreation of the mind of the universal prime creator. So um, my understanding is a little bit different that if we, we're now making choices and the choices we'll make 
will let us know whether we're going to stay on our linear low vibration as we are now with wars and crafts and toiling and things like this, or whether we're going to go to this mental plane where the things done on the mind may be interpreted as physical, but they're far from it. Uh, I have to kind of see. i got to go up there and see, and I hope I'm going up there. At least that's what I'm working so hard to be part of, but that's the way I look at it. Mm, mm. That's, some, that's one thing about you, your work ethic. I really, I, I, I get a lot of techniques from what some people may call old schoolers. Now, I know you're still young at heart. I know you're still pop, pumping a 350 Chevrolet engine up under the hood. So, you know, I don't let the, I don't let the outer shell fool me, but, um, it's it's your your tenacity, you know, and your love of you know being consistent. You know, it's that tenacity. That's that's one of the things I get from you. Your your vast of information, I can't do nothing with you. I said, oh, I can't keep studying. I said, I said, Doctor Blair's doing a lot of everything. I gotta go practice something else. I said, if he got that on lock, then he gonna let me go over here and practice this. So I appreciate you know. That that teamwork makes the dream work, and I really get that from you. Well, that's beautiful. I love the way you phrased it too. <laughs> yeah, man, because it's just ah, uh, it's just it's it's just science. I don't I don't want to go off on a tangent. Let me open the lines up. Does anybody want to talk to Doctor Blair tonight? Because I let the brother go and get some rest. Because we are shutting the show down at ten o'clock tonight, so we got seven minutes left. I'm not holding Doctor Blair. He came on. I asked him. He said he's going to be in Atlanta. We're getting ready to have some fun, uh, good food. Everybody's going to be there. If you need to see some information, please go to lifeharmonylightconference.com. Uh, click on the speakers if you want to vend. Uh, go on there and submit it via the Internet on that website. Uh, if you want to go ahead and get a workshop, you can come to the whole package for two days. You can come for just one day, and then you can come one day with an all-access because there are different workshops every day that are outside of the lectures, okay? So let's say you only want to come for a workshop. Dr. Blair is having a workshop. I don't know what time yet, but when you get there, you see the schedule, and you only want to come to that. You can. If you want to come to the workshops, and the all-day events, you can do that. And if you want to come to two days, you can. Because it's almost, to me, it's like a cornucopia, Doc. I just call it a cornucopia of goodness. Like, everything is, everything is right there. I'm going to be talking about finance. I'm going to be talking about romance and finance, too, Doc. I'm going to slide that in there. Heard that. Well, you say the horn of plenty is full as the kitchen and the, and the diners and the growers who made it. <laughs> and, yeah, I know you're going to have a lot of people when you start talking about romance and finance, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're getting, ready. we're getting ready to have some good stuff, definitely. So um, I'm also going to have um, – so on Saturday, I get to be a public servant. So I'm going to be doing stone readings. Now, can you tell me a little bit about the divination tools? Why are they so accurate? So what did – Wait, give me some background on that, because I just love mine. So can you give me some background on the divination tools and why they're so accurate sometimes? Well, no, that's, that, that, uh, I can give you a little information on a lot of things, but that's not my field on divination. I have seen the artists and the wickers uh, and the tools of their trade, and, of course, they have the what they call their altar, 
and their sacred art through, and with the pentagram and everything else. But no, my divine usually comes through and more or less, as I say, in a in a way of, of meditation. As far as your instrumentation, well, I put it this kind of carefully. I only use that if there's really some rough work to be done. And then I say, okay, we got to bring this down to just being physical, and rather than use bullets and guns, I go with that one. But no, as far as into divination and the altar that should be set up, uh, uh-uh, that's not my field. Mm, that's that humility. That's how. I, that's me too, Doc. If, if I'm, if I don't do it, I tell people I don't do it. I don't knock it, but I just that that's just not what I. I don't. People say, oh, you do karate. I say, no, 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 no. I don't do karate. I don't knock karate, but I don't do karate. We don't do taekwondo. It's Tai Chi. We got our own lane. We don't. We're not front on karate, but that's not what I do, and, I, and I'm not gonna answer no karate questions either because I don't. That's not what I do. Well, so, at least realist and know what you do. And speak if, if the artisan teaches what they know, it's better than going what they want to learn. So that's it. Mm, wow, wow. That made me think of uh, an uncle I had. He said, "A man of true heart soon would." Uh, a man with an honest heart, a day's work will soon be forgotten. You know because he he know he know he brought his best A game, and that's what you are. That's what you always do, Doc. You bring your A game. You always got a choice in your bag. You say, Hey, well, they may want this right here. Whatever tool is necessary to get the tradesman out of your out of your pocket and into your work, huh? <laughs> Plumbers stay all day and charge you what they could have done for nothing because they're trying to make you money. But if you got many plumbing jobs, you want everything to work so we can build some houses and do other things. Exactly. Hey, now you made me. Now I got to add a sustainable living in my piece. I got to do romance, finance, and sustainable living. That's gonna be fun right there. Oh shoot! You're a beautiful brother. <laughs> Let people know where they can get in contact with you. Um, your website, or you want you want to give out a number or email. Um, yeah, I can do both with your with your permission. Uh, Landline is seven zero eight four two two six six eight five. That's seven zero eight four two two six six eight five. For anyone that's listening, that's the landline. Our web address is www.themetacenter2.com. That's www.themetacenter. That's m e t a c e n t e r push the number two dot com and the reason why you have to do that we started off with the meta center they stole our domain name we sued them we got it back but they're still messing with it and you know who that's doing that because the only one to control that has got to be some heavy 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 three alphabet people so best way www.themetacenter push the number two dot com and enjoy we have a lot going on there <laughs> yes they do the magnets uh, the the just everything everything everything. Let's go over there and see people. It's too much for us to get into. I'm going to let Doc go. Doc, you got another show to do tonight, or you getting ready to turn it in? Man, I want to turn it in. I was supposed to contact our other mutual brother again. He probably gave up on me now. But uh, you know, I got a, a contact. You know, uh, well, you know, what I'm talking about again. So anyhow, but other than that, man, I'm ready to. Pack up. I'm still packing my bag. You know, uh, was just getting over my back injury. I'm gonna have to move kind of slower, and I can't carry as much as I usually do. So I got a full night. Maybe I can sleep after I get there for maybe half the night anyway. You got something? You got something going on with your back? You bruised it? Oh yeah, I was in a car accident. Yeah, it was sciatic nerve. Oh yeah, I've been under acupuncture. It just happened about three weeks ago. They told oh, me. I got, 
I got something for you. Yeah, going to take five to seven months, they said. But with what oh, I've no. done now, uh, I've already broken records. So, yeah, you know. No, I got, I'm, I'm going to bring you something to go with that. Okay, well, if I gotta, you know, as I say, I turned down nothing that's holistic. Oh, I got a Chinese, I got a Chinese liniment that's eight years old, and I'm gonna show you something. It's called Dit the Jow. Well, we'll see what you got, oh. and if you're willing to share it, we'll see what it does. <laughs> I'm gonna take care of you, big brother. You know that. You know how Kair is. I'm, you know, I'm overly protective already. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, I, uh, about to, you're about to sign off, Elisa. I'm going to be signing off with you on this time now. Yeah, we out. I'm out of here. Uh, you out of here. You gave your shout-outs. I'm getting ready to give my shout-outs, um, and then we're going to rock out. Uh, shout-out to the ancestors. Shout-out to my spirit guides. Shout-out to my mama and my daddy. Shout-out to Dr. Blair, Dr. Gibson, all my teachers, all my teachers, all of them, all of them, all of them. We're going to represent because they weren't doing all this. For, uh, for me not to make it to the fourth and the fifth dimension, I don't have one teacher that was not wishing the best for me. That's my going. That's my going out phrase. If you're looking for a teacher, the criteria is find somebody who wants something for you, not because of their ego. If you're looking for a good teacher, find somebody who wants something for you. All of my teachers want something for me, so I can't be out here, you know, bitching up. Because sometimes it gets hard. I have to go ahead and show up for work because I I just cannot believe that any of my teachers contributed to a coward. I I can't believe that. I can't believe that that they that they wouldn't have enough discernment. So in, in our actions, we need to be more fearless. We need to be much more fearless as we move into this shift. And not be, you know, not be living out of the past and so on and so forth. I'm going to get on that on that soapbox right there. But I will see you in Atlanta this weekend. Please bring paper and pencil. Please bring, don't just come in here and sit down and just want to be entertained. This is entertainment. This is medicine. Come get your prescription. Then you have to go fill the prescription. I will definitely, I'm going to help everybody write a prescription this weekend. I'm going to show you how you write a love prescription, a romance and finance tantric prescription. I'm going to show you what the formula to write it. If you don't come to the conference, we're not streaming live, so you can't stay at home and watch it. So, And yet they're going to videotape it, but it's going to be a little while before you get it. So why not come there and get it first, get the prescription for love and finance, the tantric lifestyle, and then we're doing the sexual tai chi. That's my workshop. I'm going to show you how you put the theory with the actual show and prove in two hours. Be ready. That's it, Doc. I'm good for the night. But the medicineer2.com, tybro.com, relaxationisthekey.com, alkalinewatertogo.info, honesthustle.info, hustleuniversity.com, destindesigns.com, moonmagic28. If you're into astrology just a little bit and you're curious about this moon having an effect on us the, and the pool, don't think that it's only affecting just the, just the tides of the ocean. And if it is affecting the tides of an ocean, why do you think it can't affect you? Hey, uh, do you have a DVD, Dr. Blair, on the influence of the moon on the planet Earth moving into the fourth and fifth dimension? I don't think I have that DVD. 
Do you want to do a show on that next week, two weeks, three weeks? You mean on the moon and what the moon does and the whole bit? Yeah, the, we're going in on the moon. Just we, We're just going to do the moon. Oh, I've, got, I've got a lot of research done on the moon, you know. Yeah, so that goes, so we can collectively share our mind together and see what we come up with. Yeah, let's just chop it up for like a half hour, 45 minutes, and then we'll see what happens because we might turn it into a book. You know what I mean? Just let it be a dissertation on a book, and we get somebody to transcribe it. Do you know how much Blog Talk Radio wants to charge me to transcribe one of your shows? No, how much? $475. To transcribe one of my shows? One of my shows now. Now, that's just that's what they're trying to charge me. I see. Very so, interesting. Very interesting because when the show comes on, it says Blog Talk Radio. So it's their property. Unless un, unless you download it and edit it. Ooh, take that. Heard that. So why can't I transcribe that? We uh, we got scribes in our community. We used to have them in the ancient day, right? So I know we got some scribes around here now. And some good ones, too. I'm looking for some scribes. Since me and Doc is only a building on this energy, I need somebody to send me an email who's interested in literally transcribing some of these shows for pay, for pay or percentage, for pay or percentage. I'm offering a contract to put some of this stuff, and we'll market it. Don't worry about it moving. I'll, we'll get it done, but it's time for us because Kindle is taking over. Borders is gone. Books of Millions are gone. They're going all online now. They're trying to make books a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Don't sell your books right now. Hold on for a second. Hold Heard on that. for a second. Heard what that. What you say, Doc? Yeah, I, I heard that. They're talking about the living books and the books are talking all, but this reading is becoming something of the past. That's interesting. That's right. That's right. But we're gonna keep the skill. Just like when the Moors went to when the Moors went to Spain. They had to civilize them so they could trade with them. <laughs> heard that. <laughs> I heard that. First first form first form of capitalism. I heard that again too. Yeah, uh-huh. when they Cesarea, they didn't come down with many tradesmen, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's do a show on the moon and the and the effects. And um you're gonna have some hard science and I'm gonna have some um I'm gonna have a little astronomy and astrology, some facts. I ain't gonna have. I'm, I'm gonna have some I've been practicing for three years, so I can prove it. Well, all right. Well, it sounds good to me. That medicineer two dot com is my handle. I thank you again. I'm gonna get out of here. I thank you, and also because I'll be seeing you probably in the next 24 hours. So, brother, Creator bless you. Stay strong. Creator bless you and your audience. And the Creator come with us to the center this weekend. Give our best to each other. Peace, peace.
balance. Never break my spirit, do how to even try. I learn to love instead of hate, that's the reason why. I am on my square, in the midst of chaos, channeling the spirit without a seance. It's my nature, fam, Mother Nature's plan, calling the four corners with a snake in hand. Symbolically, I am the tree, deep roots, many branches for the family. As Kundalini rise, charging the left side, alternate nostril breathing, let the stress ride. Aura like lavender, calm and soothes you. Build and destroy, born to improve you. Really simple, ain't it? Nothing new is ancient. Sacred sentences, cracking the coded matrix. Copal resin over charcoals, repelling agents, intoxicating every breath. White lotus fragrance. I am the great mother. The cosmic womb horses, source of life, ocean, sonic boom, Isis, DNA, of the immortal, oh yeah, stars align, open portals, I am the great mother, cosmic womb horses, source of life, ocean, sonic boom, Isis, DNA, of the immortal, oh yeah, stars align, open portals, first teacher, light breeder, bearing fruit, sharing truth, Healing, taking care of you, mentally preparing you. The best is the womb, tassels, umbilical cord. One heart, one mind, one accord. Birth and elos, as above, below. Compliment the heroes, to the point like zero. Zio, reflection in the moon, sun shining. Original, not plagiarized. Heaven lies between her thighs. Home on the throne, where the king she belongs. Backbone, rider lives. Survival imperative in natural order, love and honor. Morocco to California, Empress Queen, mother, daughter. All life begins in water. Sunflower, lotus bloom, honeysuckle, first womb. Jade crystal, moonstone, master self, move on. Copper arm, activate, opening the stargate. Charging up the universe, spoke the name of God first. I am the great mother, I'm the cosmic womb, source of life, ocean, sonic boom, ice. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.